Hello, you're listening to the Market Lane Coffee Podcast. My name is Einar and I'm here with Jason. Today we're talking about uh, the current coffees on the menu and some updates from Jason mm. about your upcoming trip to Ethiopia and Kenya. That's right. Hi, Einar. Hello, everyone. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, it's, a, it's nice to be back in the studio um, talking about coffees we have, upcoming coffees, and also hopefully some updates about the shops, how Christmas went, things like that. Shall we start with Christmas? How was Christmas this year for the shops? Yeah, business-wise, it was uh, very good. I mean, I'm sure you all worked in the shops and felt the nice buzz of people shopping for uh, their big Christmas lunches and um, any time away. So, yeah, the, the numbers were quite good across the board. Um, I think more broadly, we've seen um, some of the quieter shops like Queen Street turn a corner. Like, Queen Street's quite a bit busier now compared to where they were just uh, maybe two months ago. And Sydney Road continues to be busier and busier. And the market stall is up and running uh, finally. The market stall has been beautifully refurbished and it's been up and running. Um, yeah, it's been also busier than it was before, which is nice. So I think the little extra detail in the uh, retail display, the bit of extra room, the cleanliness, it feels like it's got a bit more presence in the market, which is nice. And yeah, the sales are reflecting that. So it also has a nice relationship with the neighbors like Maker and Monger. Yep, definitely. We put some new um, high tables in along the Maker Manga seating area, and uh, I think that's been a nice addition. And Pran Main Store is getting a facelift. Yeah, it's getting more than a facelift. It's getting a full, like a full gut and refurb. So, um, but yeah, we're at the very, very pointy end of the design. We've been working on the design for it feels like a couple of months, but um, there's always last minute revisions with pricing. And um, I was just upstairs earlier with. Fleur, and we're just reviewing the final materials for the countertop and um, some of the other details. The market are going to do a little bit of capital works to the site as well. They're going to put a ceiling in for us, which will be great. So that will maybe extend the um, fit out time a little bit, but we're still hoping to have it all done by just after Easter. And what's the vibe? What will it look like if you have to come up with some snappy <laughs> <laughs> headline? Yeah, I think the vibe is... Um, the vibe is still specialty coffee we're still trying to provide a really special experience for everyone um we're moving away from the sort of the industrial feel a little bit so it will be a little bit more of a cleaner aesthetic we're still retaining some of the character of the place though the five kilo roast is going back in so there'll still be a bit of there'll be a bit more hustle and bustle than there was um previously the main service counter is going to be a beautiful um steel uh finished service counter so that will be very nice and I think the ceiling, actually, the new ceiling is going to make a big difference. It's going to be, you know, a very simple plaster ceiling, but it will encourage uh, the focus to be back down on the service counter and the baristas rather than looking up at the, you know, the pipework and the beams and all that sort of stuff that we have up there currently. You are just about to go on an exciting trip to some of your favorite origins. Two of my favorite oranges, yep. Yeah, um, yeah I'm leaving on Saturday night. I'm off to Ethiopia and Kenya. So we'll be spending, Aileen and I from, Aileen from Melbourne Coffee Merchants and myself, will be spending about uh, two weeks away, um, about eight or nine days in Ethiopia and maybe four days in Kenya. Um, Ethiopia is going to be reasonably straightforward this year. We're visiting a few of the washing stations from Testi, like um, Ayla and Hadeso, um, Jigesa. 
And it should be nice. We're also visiting a couple of the social programs that Testy have been running. Um, we're hoping to get a little bit more information about them and hopefully uh, support them this year a little bit uh, financially with donations and things. Uh, Kenya is a little bit more up in the air. We're not um, exactly sure who we're buying from this year in Kenya, but we're meeting a few exporters. We're going to do a bit of tasting and we'll see how we go in Kenya. And I think I mentioned in Slack, but if you do have any questions or comments about our coffees from Ethiopia, I'd be more than happy to ask on your behalf in Ethiopia. Um, our suppliers, they're very testy coffee, are really open and willing to provide any transparency information that they can. I might put in a request now, mm. live. <laughs> uh, if you can do any videos like you did mm. when you went to Colombia, kind of just landscapes and uh, mood. Good idea. Mood shots. We're still trying to secure a photographer, so ideally we'll have someone with us um, to help capture some of that, but yeah. TikTok is fine. <laughs> let's talk about the coffees on the current menu. Let's start with the filters and let's go to Ethiopia, metaphorically. Sure. I did a, um, a little tasting with Fleur and some of the new um, staff as part of their induction, and it was... You know, great to taste the whole menu lineup on the cupping table. And for for me and a lot of the people there, Jagessa was one of the favorites. It's got a really strong character. There's lots of floral notes, um, but also fruit notes like blueberry and cherry. It has a really strong taste of place. And for me, that's Guji. Um, and yeah, it's it's been it's been great. And it's going out on a on a high. That's for sure. So. Mm, and this is uh, Jagessa washed. This is Jagessa washed. Yes. Yeah. We did have Jagessa natural as well, but. Um, this is the washed. We do have another coffee from Ethiopia. We're running as a single espresso, a coffee called Adamai, who's from a producer called um, Admasu Duque. He has a, a small farm in um, Sidama, and it's unique because it's from a it's a single producer lot rather than from a large washing station like Jigesa. In terms of scale, Jigesa would have about 500 people contributing to it, um, and in comparison, Adamai is only like one producer with a very small amount of land. Um, this is a natural processed coffee and in the cup there's uh, lots of like strawberry and dark chocolate um, flavors uh, it goes really nice with milk and also um, black as well yeah i've seen adamai uh, quite frequently as a single origin on the bar mm -hmm. it's very popular with both staff and and customers yep while we're in ethiopia we do have a little bit of um ethiopian coffee in our seasonal espresso as well so we have um adusu adisu hula charlie's coffee called Golocha in our seasonal espresso blend. And we'll be running that for the next couple of weeks before it changes over to uh, a Colombian Ethiopian blend. And the Golocha in the blend is also a natural process. It is also a natural process, yeah. And the mm -hmm. second coffee in the blend is? La Soledad from Antigua. Great, Guatemala. and that's a washed process coffee. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Antigua, do you have any other coffees coming up? Yeah, there's a coffee from Santa Clara, another coffee from Santa Clara coming up. And this is a natural process um, mixed varietal lot. So there's a few different um, varieties in this one that we're, we're running. It'll have all of those characteristics that we expect from a natural process Guatemalan coffee. So quite a rich texture, um, lots of dark chocolate, again, a bit of strawberry or fruitiness. Um, this one's quite an elegant cup. And yeah, we only have a tiny, tiny amount of it. So we'll be running it for maybe actually roasting it for only like one week and then it will be be gone and we're also lucky enough just to catch up with uh, ricardo and melissa on the phone this morning we had a chat about the upcoming season about what market lane and melbourne coffee merchants are intending to purchase and it was really sweet and melissa says hello to everyone and she misses market lane a lot 
yeah, I'm sure everyone says hi to Melissa and Ricardo as well. Mm. Uh, shall we stay in Guatemala? We got a few more coffees from there. Yeah, let's go north to Rainforest Corban. Um, we have Santa Isabel, the Las Flores lot on the menu for actually quite a while longer. And I'm really happy about that. It's been tasting really spectacular. It's a really nice balance of um, tropical fruit flavors for me. I get like pineapple or peach, um, but also with like quite a rich mouthfeel. And um, yeah, it's one of my favorite coffees and happy to serve it. And we got the new producer, Los Cortinas. Mm, from Guatemala. This is um, yeah a new farm for us. Um, it's from a producer whose name is um, Iris or Iris. And she has a, a small family farm in a place called Santa Rosa, which is about two hours drive um, south east of Guatemala City. And it's on a, um, it's the farm situated right at the top of a volcano and overlooks a, um, like a touristic lake. Uh, it looks stunning. We haven't been. Flo's hoping to go this year and, and visit and, and meet Iris. Um, the coffee's been beautiful. It's, um, I, I do find there's a bit of like variation from um, cup to cup. So some cups are really like floral and sweet and like fruit forward. And then some are a little bit more sort of traditional Guatemalan. Mm. And for someone who might be not you, what mm. is traditionally Guatemalan flavors? Well, I think traditionally Guatemalan flavors would be like dark chocolate and some fruit like raisins or dates or something like that, but not a very strong sort of um, tropical fruit or berry fruit. Um, more just like a dried dried fruit. Maybe some stone fruit. Yeah, or like dried stone fruit, yeah. Mm. Great. Uh, we also got uh, another filter coffee from uh, Colombia. Mm. Yep. This is um, a farm called El Guamo, and the producer's name is um, Alexander Mancia. He has a small, a small farm, um, only about four hectares, and like a lot of the coffees we get from um, this region, Tolima, um, it's a really great balance of um, texture and fruitiness as well. And lastly, we got one more single origin coffee for espresso. It's Santa Ana La Huerta. Yeah, Santa Ana La Huerta. So this is from a producer that is, we're very close to. This is from uh, Ronnie Asensio. He also has the farm with his wife, La Soledad, which we use in our espresso. Um, this farm is in a different region to um, to Antigua. Um, it's it's about a three-hour drive. The area is called like Sierra de las Minas, so it's not a, a very common growing area in Guatemala. And Ronnie's owned this farm for about 10 years, and he's worked really, really hard to bring this farm up, bring the quality of coffee on this farm up from like an 82 to an 80, 85. Um, this, this particular lot is not like a super high scoring cup. Like it's not a, a very intensely, you know, fruity or floral cup, but, um, Ronnie's worked very, very hard on it for, for many years and he's really proud of it. And I think it makes a, a really great espresso and yeah, we're happy to have it on the menu for a little while longer. Yeah, I think it's a good recommendation for someone who is maybe not sure or mm. the coffee with milk, don't like any yep. fruity flavors, but more usually they will say chocolatey or nutty. Yeah, it's quite a mild coffee. Um, it's it's sweet, but it's not like overpowering in the way that like a Colombian espresso or a you know natural Ethiopian would be. All right, that sounds good. Thank you, Jason. If you have any questions for Jason about Market Lane or coffee in general or uh, something that you want to find out about Ethiopia or Kenya, please get in touch. What's your email address? 
For those that don't know, it's jason at marketlane.com.au. Thank you very much. Have a good trip. And we're looking forward to see more coffees from all of these countries soon. Thank you, Anna. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.